It's the special edition Fitness Birdcast. Today's guest, Chris Tywalker. You're going to want to be on the treadmill for the last 20 minutes of this podcast. I'm on tour in June. Des Moines, Philly, Buffalo, Nashville. Go to birdbirdbird.com. Rate, review, subscribe. It's the Birdcast. Yeah, that's the whole plan. This is my, this is my, this is my opus podcast. This is the podcast I believe in the most. I could talk to my comedy friends all the fucking time. Like, and we do, and we have a great fucking, we have great conversations. But ultimately, this is the interactive. This is what I see. Let me make sure we're recording this. I'm the worst at fucking, see, the point is, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, perfect. Um, That is, you, I talked to you. In the man cave is Chris Ty Walker. Chris is um, uh, was me and Tom Segura's spiritual guru for a solid like what three months? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, you did every. You did, you literally got Tom out of Tom is the. I'm bad, but Tom was the worst because he was smoking cigarettes Tom at the was time. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and you look so skinny now. So ah, I, I did a cleanse. So um. But when I was at the time, Tom and I were listening to podcasts pretty heavily. And during this time, you do these amazing fucking workouts. You do these workouts where it was like, like fucking. Literally, I I'm only I only guesstimate that I felt like I burned a thousand calories in those workouts. That's about average, yeah. The running you are, uh, you were a runner in college and high in high school. I ran track for Great Britain for twelve years. Yeah, and so you're running. Your running uh, programs are completely and totally different and fucking next level gangster. Like, and so I, after doing the pod, doing podcasts in general, I was like, God damn it, I wish. I remember I was in Richmond and you emailed me and you said, stay in shape, do this workout, don't send it, it's my workout, but stay, use this workout. And I did it in the fucking gym and I was like, holy shit, I just did a Chris Ty Walker workout in the fucking gym at the hotel. While in Richmond. While in Richmond. And I was like, oh my God, that's the next level. My goal is for you to do a podcast, do a workout podcast, and for people to be able to listen to it, get, get on the treadmill, have you in their ear, and you telling them, just like you tell us, me and Tom, all right. If you're meteor, if you're an intermediate at six, if, if you're an expert at seven, if you're beyond that at eight, if you really want to push yourself and literally pushing you. So I was like, I wanted to bring you in here, talk about fitness, talk about you because you're pretty a pretty interesting dude. And then at the last like fifteen minutes is probably as long as I think a, a li- the listeners will try. It's going to be eighteen minutes today. Eighteen minutes. All and right. Throw up afterwards. All right. Eighteen minute running workout. Now I'm in good shape though. Uh, well, I'm still going to fuck you up. <laughs> There's so, no, there's no doubt in my mind. So wait, so let's start from the beginning. Uh, about, oh, so you brought, what is this? I brought Bird a present this morning. I'm, a, I'm addicted to green juice. Every morning I go to press juicery and get my greens too, which is all the goodness you ever need in life. So uh, it's got kale, spinach, romaine, parsley, cucumber, celery, apple, and lemon in it, and it just clears out your insides. It yeah, just makes you feel really good. My buddy, uh, Joe, you know who Joe Rogan is? No. Okay, Joe Rogan is uh he's really into health and fitness and he calls this Hulk cum. <laughs> he's like pretty much well, this, one t- this one actually tastes good though. It's not mealy, it just tastes like it really apple does juice. taste good. It does taste good. Holy it's like, shit. It's like cracking a bottle. This is fucking awesome. But it's actually good for you. Yeah, now um now so you grew up in uh London. I grew up in London. Uh I ran track from a very young age. I happened to be really good at it. And I ran for England for um for all through all through high school, which is in back home, was like fourteen through eighteen. Really, and then in college, I ran for Great Britain for the for the national team. Holy shit! So, what was your what was your race? Uh, I ran one ten hurdles. So my ass used to be the size of a black man's. <laughs> since then, since retiring, it's shrunk a little bit now. But like, it's yes, which my which my runs on the treadmill are pretty hardcore. Yeah, your runs are fucking intense. My dad was a uh, uh, almost went to the Olympics for track. He ran at Villanova, and uh, I remember. Annie, my sister, goes to your classes now. Annie's amazing, by the way. Yeah, Annie and and my dad. She was. We were explaining one of your workouts, and my dad's like, "God damn, that sounds like a Jumbo Elliott workout." (laughs) Jumbo Elliott was the big track coach at Villanova that my dad speaks literally legions about. So you uh, then you got how did that morph into fitness? Like, how did you end up where you are now? um, I've still got to make money while doing it, and track shockingly isn't the highest paid sport in the world. (laughs) Um, So I had to going to personal training to make an income while I was while I was training so I mean I would get up in the morning go training for hours and hours and hours go home eat sleep get up and go see clients 
Yeah. So then, so I just obviously took everything I knew from training myself, and I was, I was in college for sports science. So I took a bachelor's in sports science, so that was my background in knowledge. Um, and then I just took that to my clients. Really, I, 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 in back home in England, I got a real big client base from just being a, a, a successful athlete. I should also say we, we should also say that you are, and I will say this. Uh, I will say this uh, unashamedly, gorgeous. Well, thank you, bro. There's always been a gay gene inside you somewhere. <laughs> You've always had a secret crush on me. <laughs> Tom and I both. Tom, we, Tom, Tom was like, man, if I was going to get a date a gay dude, it would definitely be, I would date Chris in a heartbeat. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I picked Bert. <laughs> so, so you're good looking. You're, you're fucking like, you're really smart. Like I like it's it's you're an interesting anomaly because usually like and I say this usually but usually when you work with like a trainer that's stupid yeah well they're yeah they're just guys that like that end up looking at themselves in the mirror the entire time you're actually not like that at all I would hope not because that's a terrible trainer yeah like it's yeah I saw a trainer one time I sometimes I'll work out at the gym where They'll the trainers are guns in the mirrors and look look how good I look yeah but it's like they're they're they aren't. They're not the brightest of dudes who are just dudes in great shape. Yes. But you seem like, like you definitely are not. You're Well, I've, I've been in the field now 18 years. And I'm, 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 I'm 30, so it's, it's 18 years of training. You're 30? Yeah, I turned 30 last week. Damn it. Last year. You're still fucking young. I'm 40 years old. You're still incredibly handsome, Bert. It's thank fine. you. Thank you. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a combination of just my own training, just constant research, constant, like, uh, I mean, always recertifying with different... Um, in America, you've got to always recertify with different, uh, what's the word? Um, what are they called today? Like the, uh, like some sort of board that, yeah, like for, I'm with the NSCA right now. Yeah. There's, there's a ton, there's NASA and there's some different, um, fitness programs you'll be part of. And yeah. So you always just continue education. Like you continue to learn and like, I take as many classes as I can outside of my own class. I'll go spinning. I'll go to the latest CrossFit. I'll go to, the, what do you think? What do you think of CrossFit? To be honest, I don't like it. Really? Why? I mean, it's an, it's it's a great workout. You can build muscle, which is awesome. But for someone who's never lifted before, it's incredibly dangerous. I don't think they give you enough training. Like the squats and the, the clean and jerks they're asking you to do, I, with the weights they're giving you, I don't feel like 90% of the people that go uh, train enough to be able to do those exercises properly without sort of punching a knee or hurting their back. Or And the girls... To be honest, ladies, you shouldn't be doing it. You get jacked out of your mind. You look like, you look like boys. Like yeah. I, I don't like it for my women clients. I don't send my girl clients. Yeah. Um, Some of the women, I did see the CrossFit Olympics the other day. And they're huge. The fucking women are, they're, they're, they're literally, I can't imagine rolling around with them in bed. And they're cranking, fucking, yeah, they're cranking to, out 30 pull-ups and they look like boys. They're fucking, which would be great for me because I like boys. But um, <laughs> We'll talk about that. <laughs> but it's just like, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. I think there's better workouts for... If, if it's if it's a goal of yours, great. By all means, go be the CrossFit champion of the world. Yeah. If it's an actual goal, but for general fitness, like for my girls that want to stay lean and stay in shape, that's not somewhere I would send them. And you're, the girls that take your classes are hot as shit. My girls are late thirties, three kids, and hot as hell. And and uh, Jenny Mullen. Jenny Mullen's one of your clients, and Jenny is gorgeous. She's Jason Biggs's wife, and she is gorgeous. And I I see her over there. She's a friend of mine. Her, our sisters are good friends, and she Jenny is in fantastic shape. So, like, yeah, the women that take your classes are hot as fuck. Well, the ladies at lunch as well—they drop the kids off at school, go work out, go to lunch, and look after themselves. Yeah, like luckily for them, they're not the ones that got to go to work afterwards. You know, yeah, so they, they get the time to take care of themselves. It's an interesting uh, when, when we used to take your class over at. Can we sh- we say where we work at? Yeah, I think so. Sure. Yeah, Barry's boot, Barry boot, Barry's boot camp is where we used to take the class. We took the one on La Cienega and. La Cienega and, and uh, Santa Monica, Santa Monica. Yeah. and it and it was like me and Tom and then just a bunch of hot chicks and it was like so like you just get there and we were like God and we were the most out of shape out of the whole class and it was like Bert's first day you threw up three times in my class I've, you're you are the only workout I've ever done where I've thrown up and I'm not a person who throws up I do not like throwing up I try not to throw up I will do everything I mean, do you remember the time He's I got up many the, many many times do you remember the time I got off the treadmill went right to the bathroom uh-huh. and threw up and then you uh-huh. ca- I came out and you were smiling and I announced, and I announced it to everyone Bert threw up everybody yeah. <laughs> and like like my buddy Rogan says if you're not throwing up you're not doing it right but that's the fucking that's the that's theory. where I come from yeah, yeah. um now uh so so then. You started like you start. You started training in in great over in England? in England, yeah. And I moved to America in 2005 to pursue track. Um, I, luckily, I got 
brought into this amazing track group with like an Olympic champion, world record holders. So I came across the train and that was in 05. I retired from track in 08 due to injuries. And then I became a full on fitness trainer guy. Now, were you living in LA at the time? Yeah. From 2005 to, to now, I've been in LA. And you live, uh, you still live with your best friend? I do. Uh, I live in a beautiful house up in the hills. I'm very lucky. Yeah. yeah. You've got, you've got a great my life. Best, my best friend moved here two years after me and his dad bought us a house with like little rich kids. Um, and we live in a nice house up in the hills. That's great. Now, what, um, as far as like, uh, what do you think about kettlebells? Yeah, they can be part of any workout. They can, you can put them in any workout. Yeah. Kettlebells can be great. Like you can do a ton of different stuff. You can, do a, you can do a ton of different stuff. But yeah. again, it's got to be form. Form is the most important thing. Anything you do in the gym, it's got to be done correctly with form. If you've never lifted before, like it's you're going to hurt yourself in so many different ways. Like you need to go and see that trainer for a couple sessions to get some basic workouts for them to give you the correct form to lift properly with. Because you are going to go and hurt yourself if you just go and fucking start throwing around hundred pound dumbbells. Yeah. Here's my th- here's my pitch for you, and I, this is what I I hope that. Do you have a Twitter account? I do. Yes. What's your Twitter? It is C Ty Walker. So C T Y E W A L K E R. Okay, everyone, follow him right now. Go and follow that account, C Ty Walker, and then implore him, Im- beg him to start his own podcast. Where you just simply record a podcast, maybe get some some simple drum and bass, like or oh, we have music today. It's not drum and bass. You know, as gay as it gets with me. <laughs> Yeah, my, you got my, me my, music, my music will be as gay as it comes today. <laughs> you got me in the uh-huh. yeah. We've got we got Little Mix. We've got some Usher. We've got some Girls Aloud. We've got some... It's <laughs> Bro's going to be camping it up in here today. So, uh, so... But then and then do a podcast and then and then this is what I believe like you know these this juice tastes fucking awesome but like what you do is you do what like I I always look at my buddy Joe not to talk about Joe a lot but he is the he is he is a, a main reason I got in shape because he was one of those guys that like we like to party we like to get down but he was like very also like listen man you're a fucking father of two you got to get your fucking life right like you can't you can't just be you know I fucking, can't believe how good you look by the way you've oh, lost so you. much weight he's like you can't you can't be this fucking just you know he's like you got to like get in shape so I did this cleanse called the clean program and it cleaned my liver cleaned my heart and it got me it got me back to a manageable weight where it was like I was just off the fucking scales. And once in that manageable weight, you can then work out properly. Then I can work out properly. What happened was I was running at 245, and I would get up on the treadmill, and my knees were hurting. My feet were killing me. And I was like, this is fucking undoable. And so I did this cleanse. I dropped like 40 pounds, uh, and I've, I've kept off probably 30 of them. And I've I've stayed in this like this nice, but I, now I get on the treadmill and I enjoy running. I enjoy like I, I my biggest thing is what do you think by the way about the like the fitness bands and and like uh, pedometers. I mean, if you like whatever it is you feel works for you, I say go with like the pedometers. Yes, it's if you're not working out that day and you want to walk ten miles that day, there's a good way of keeping track. Yeah. Um, but as long as you get a great workout and you sweat your ass off for an hour a day, I don't care what you do. Like, as long as you get on a treadmill, go for a hard hike, go play tennis with a friend, whatever it is you want to do at least once a day, go do it. That's, well, that's, that is your Facebook profile. Like, anytime I log on to your Facebook, you're doing something fucking active as fuck. Mm-hmm. Every day. Like, I'll work my ass off every day. You can't stay looking this good if you do nothing at home. Yeah, but you also have a little bit of body dysmorphia. Oh, for sure. Because, like, Tom and I, I remember Tom, I said, I told him I was interviewing you, and Tom's like, you got to ask him about when he thinks he's fat. And you remember, like, you'd be like, yeah, I fucking ate pizza last night. I look, I'm so fat. And Tom and I were like, <laughs> Last night was cookies and Jack Daniels. <laughs> that was your night last night? <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes it's okay. <laughs> cookies and Jack. <laughs> so, but Jack, Jack and I have become real good friends recently. <laughs> now, are you single? Uh, recently single, yes. Is that why you're friends with Jack? That is why I'm friends with Jack. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I wish I didn't have to fucking fly tonight. I'd love to go out with you. You took you took Tom and I out to uh, to uh, gay bar, gay bars one <laughs> night, and we had such a fucking good time. And I never forget. Tom and I were just looking to see if anyone was hitting on us. And then we roll through, and we realize that people are looking at us, but they're looking at you, and you were getting jocked hard as fuck. And we were like, "Oh my god, it's dudes! It's dudes hitting on! It's dudes hitting on people! It's the way dudes are!" But there's no like out of bounds. It's like, hey, 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 yeah, hey! Nothing's out of bounds. Nothing's ever. out of bounds. No. It was fucking eye opening. It's scandalous. 
We went to the Abbey. Is I think so. I can't remember. We took it was my, me. Yeah, my best for girlfriend. She came with us too, Tiffany. Yeah, she, she's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. God. Tom and I were both married, and we were like, just had we had the best time there that night. And then at the end of the night, we went and got pizza. And I remember Tom and I were like, "Wait, we're supposed to be on a diet." And you're like, "Come on, let's go get pizza." And we're like, "Okay." The Whatever. next day, you're like, oh, "I feel so fat." And like, but that's the thing. Every t- like, regardless how much you want to stay in shape, you still need those days where you can eat bad. You can go for a couple drinks with your friends. You need to have those days where you, you mentally just check out. Yeah. Because if you're always twenty four seven thinking, "I've got to be in shape," "Got to be perfect," "Got to be perfect," "Got to be perfect," you're gonna drive yourself fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I love cake, flat out. I like cake. Do I eat it every day? No, of course I don't. But like occasionally. I'm going to go down to the alcove and get a cake and a cocktail with some friends and enjoy myself. Yeah. And that's okay. Now, wait, what's, what, what, is your, what does your normal diet consist of? Like, how do you eat? Um, I eat really clean. Like, it's simple as that. Like, I'll have, my indulge, I'll have my indulge meals, but I'll get up in the morning and, okay, same with clients at 5 a.m., which I do three days a week. I'll wake up, I'll do a protein shake and some cereals. I'm driving down the hill in the morning time with a cup of tea because I'm British and I have to drink tea. Yeah. Um, at some point through the morning, I'll drink my green juice and have an apple. Um. And I'll eat every two or three hours with clients because if I've got back-to-back clients for eight hours, I've got to stay awake and alert. So therefore, I need the only way to stay awake and alert is by continuously eating. Yeah. And so I'll eat small meals. Like I'll have a couple of hard-boiled eggs with me. I'll have a chicken breast with me. I'll have just something to keep me going through the morning. And then yeah. I'll break around 9, 30, 10 o'clock for an hour and go get an egg white omelet with some whole wheat toast and some fruit. Yeah. And then I'll be fine until I get done with work by lunchtime, say at one o'clock, I'll go and then have a, a big turkey sandwich or and some salad. Well, I'll, I'll, again, I'll, it's all about eating consistently and often. My For me personally, I can eat so much because it's just my body type and I'm always burning. I work out all day, every day with clients. I'm then working out myself in the evening time. Like, so you do your own workout at the evening, at night? Yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I've got to work out out, so it's... Yeah. Um, like being with clients is active, but I'm not actually lifting and doing the workout myself. I'll do abs here or there. I'll do a couple sets of different things and I'll demonstrate, but I'm not actually doing the workout. I'm just actively moving for eight, 10 hours a day. Um, so I'll eat lunchtime. I'll then work out mid afternoon. I'll go take a boot camp class or I'll go to the gym and lift heavy. Depends on the day or I'll go to the track and run because I still like to run track. Um, and then nighttime grilled fish, chicken, lean meats, vegetables, so you're you're like it's interesting because when I get tired I go for a coffee, but like when you get tired you, you go eat, for eat, eat healthy and clean food. Really, I when I was doing that I did that clean program. It was all healthy, clean. It was I had to be clean, it like be. chicken yeah. with like I you know it was, but it was also like lean proteins and greens was a big thing. Yeah. And it was like all of a sudden it was like uh, everything about me changed. Like I yeah. lived, I definitely was. Like and then you you and you start craving it as well. You start craving good food. Your body wants uh, good food. I was like almond butter is fucking amazing. And when yeah, and when, and when you want to go for that burger and fries, you mentally think it feels good. You eat it and your stomach just rejects it and you bloat and you feel gassy and you. The first night I the, my first night off it like really off it where I was like that's it I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna eat like a fucking you went crazy savage. I was in Italy. And I was in. I was in. I feel sorry for the people around you the next day. Oh, I would. I got sick. Yeah. My my. One of my best friends is this. Is also one of my producers. Her name's Stacy, and she was with me. And I had I was drinking coffee, and I hadn't really drank coffee in like 21 days. I was drinking coffee to stay awake. I had drank the night before. I had drinking coffee to stay awake, and then that night we opened you just a crushed. We it? we opened a bottle of wine, and I got. I was like, fuck it. We were eating in a castle, and I was like, whatever the chef is favorite meal is, send it out. And so it was this big like meaty like gnocchi. I can't like, just. I can't. Oh, and I fucking woke up the next morning shaking. in a coma. I was like, I don't yeah. feel good. I'm gonna, I'm sick. I got the flu. And she's like, No, you ate like an asshole. Yeah. Your body's rejecting it. So it is. But but I'm gonna say that you need to have those bad days though. You do do just go and have burgers and fries and a beer with your friends. You can't yeah. you can't always be that perfect and that clean. It's gonna drive you crazy. So you need those days, not to that extreme. Yeah. But like you need to have some stuff where it's in, where you enjoy. It. You go to a friend's birthday. Please eat cake and have some have some glasses of wine with your friends. Yeah. Now what? Like, um, we're not training for the Olympics right now. We're training to be healthy and happy. And happy is not being so anal about your diet every second of every day. That's not enjoyable. Yeah, it's not. It's if you're not if you don't cut loose. Like that's my thing with with booze is I always have a couple glasses of wine, a couple glasses of wine. I always have a couple glasses of wine, bottles. a few beers. Yeah, a couple bottles of wine at the end of the night. <laughs> like I fucking that's how I cut loose. But now what I do is and I get five shots of tequila afterwards. What's that? And then five shots of tequila too. <laughs> And then I, I get on the treadmill. I, I was telling this to someone the other day. I get on the treadmill with a bottle of wine. 
<laughs> and I just I'll watch I'll watch diners drive ins and dives, <laughs> and I'll just drink wine and walk. And I, I no <laughs> no everyone no. It's my workout plan. <laughs> I work out. I jog hard, like usually like four miles in the day, and then at night I just get on and walk and have a glass of wine, and I go at least calories in, calories out. <laughs> I try to keep it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my workout plan. So now, what's the what's been the most groundbreaking workout thing that you've seen recently? Where you're like, God damn, that really fucking works. Um, really works. To be honest, just always change it up. Don't do the same thing week in week out. Because if all you do is the same spinning class, spinning class, spinning class, because you love Soul Cycle or Flywheel, or whatever the new fat is, like yeah, you'll enjoy it. You'll burn calories, but your quads will bulk, and you'll miss out on every other body part there is. So. Yeah. How much you love something new, like whether it be ropes, whether it be rowing, whether it be um, spinning, like you've got to still change it up. You've got to do a full body workout week in, week out. You can't just do the same spinning, 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 spinning because you like to spin. Yeah. Like, so no matter how, like, I mean, spinning is spinning and CrossFit have taken over LA in these last couple, last couple of years. Like, we've had Soul Cycling Flywheel coming from New York, which have both blown up. What is, what is Soul Cycling and Flywheel? Uh, they're just the two different uh, spinning companies oh, yeah. that were huge in New York and eventually made their way made the way to L.A. Yeah, it's like Barry's Bootcamp went from L.A. to New York recently, and they've taken over New York now. So it's going to be kind of switched. And um, I mean, just keep your body guessing. Like always, keep it guessing. Like there's something called SpeedX now at a bunch of different places, which is kind of interval based circuit training with weights, um, which is excellent. There's, you can do it down at a place called Brick CrossFit in West Hollywood. Um, but always just switch it up. Do as many different things as possible. There's like hot yogas now, which people love. And it's just always keep on guessing. Keep your body guessing. Every day, do something different. And it also gets you out of the m- mundaneness. I got I was really obsessed with spinning when I was like thir- 29, 30. I got really obsessed. It was when uh, Bob from The Biggest Loser yeah. was teaching at Crunch. Oh, yeah, because he, he, he used to teach at Crunch, spinning, and teach at Barry's Boot Camp. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He went from Barry's to Biggest Loser. <clears throat> that's that he's like i guess he's like the paradigm for how to how to like launch yourself as a lifestyle brand yep because he's i mean like I, i've definitely got his app yeah i mean he was at boot camp some lady thought he was awesome put him in front of a camera and he got chosen to be the biggest loser trainer and then his career blew up yeah it's just who you know it's just getting lucky same in anything in life well hopefully this will blow you up i think i think what you should do is do a podcast twice a week three times a week to, like twice a week would probably be f- Fair, yeah, and then uh, and maybe make it like a thirty-minute workout podcast. Thirty-minute runs, just interval interval training on the treadmill. Yeah, and so people can throw it in. The music's in there already, cut together, and then and then here's my thing, and this is the way I this is the way I set up my business plan. And I was saying this earlier, but this is the way I I think Rogan kind of set this this precedent, and this is how I believe. So like, I don't really do advertising on my podcast. I don't not really do it. I really don't do it. I really don't (laughs) really don't do it. I really don't do advertising. Not because I'm against advertising. I don't, I'm, I'm totally into uh, a, a brand or, or something that, that makes sense for me. I don't want to just go like do a read. Like I don't want to just go, hey, this is brought to you by this. Because for me, that's just not me. I don't, I don't, sure. don't want to put that time in the fucking day where I go, all right, guys. Like I have to then add something in. My thing is like, you know, if like in all honesty, if like someone like Combos or Budweiser wants to sponsor me, I'll put Budweiser and Combos all over the place and I'll enjoy them during the podcast. Because that's what the podcast is about. More importantly, I believe in sometimes cutting out the middleman. So if I'm not getting a sponsorship from Budweiser, I recently was like, fuck it. I'll just buy a vodka company. So I bought, I'm in the process of buying a vodka company that then I can sell that vodka through my website. I can talk about it on my podcast. The sixty to 100,000 people that listen to every episode can then go out and and purchase that and it's a it's disposable so they're going to renew it if they like it and if it if it works so my whole problem is it's very complicated to buy a vodka company i said it at first think it would be very easy it's a lot harder than like <laughs> like it's like it's like you have to go so out of pocket it's such a big deal so hopefully it'll be up and running hopefully it pays off a bird people but go buy his vodka please but like but like joe does joe does joe has a company called onit.com that he owns I think I think he owns it or he co-owns it with, and and for him it was supplements at first, and then he built he went past supplements and was like, well fuck, why don't I sell kettlebells? Why don't I sell battle ropes? Why don't I sell uh, blenders? Uh, why don't I sell you know killer bee honey? Because he just thought it was badass. Like so you can go to this website and it's it's basically and he hates this term, but it's his it's his it's his, it's his brand. brand. It's, yeah. it's what it's what he digs 
And if you and he talks about it and he uses them and he, he wouldn't sell it if he didn't believe in it. But I think that's what you should do is yep. then just set up a website of the shit you dig and and try to own as much of that as possible. So like say like you got a friend that makes bags, you're like, These are fucking badass bags. I love these bags. This is the bag I, I take to the gym. This is you know and then you can also the shake I use. Why well, I use a shake. Yep. Yeah. And and you can also you can you can also do like this Amazon thing where you can click on it and buy it through Amazon. So on your plate on your website you have all the shit You're that so you wise, recommend. Bert. What's that? You're so wise. Well, that's the way. I, this is the way I be- believe this podcasting. I don't believe anyone should pay for what we're doing right now. This should be free because then they'll then they'll, I was about to say then they'll trust us. But like it's true. I, the reason I listen to podcasts is because I can just get them anywhere. I can throw it in, and I'm sitting on a plane, and I'm just or I'm laying in bed, or like this one. I'm telling you're everyone, tra- you're going to be on the treadmill right now. Everyone's right now. Everyone's walking on their treadmill. That is what I implore them to do. Walk on their treadmill or they're getting ready and or they're getting ready to hit pause and they're going to go listen to me do this workout and they're going to do that with me. See how in shape they are compared to me. See how in shape I am. And then they'll, and then it'll be interactive and then everyone will fucking go, God, that was fun as shit. Hopefully, and my goal, people then go find your podcast, get it up and running. If you need help, I'll help you figure out how to do it. But like get it up and running and then Every fucking Tuesday and Thursday, people can go, oh, this is my workout. I got to run from Chris Ty Walker. Here yep, comes I got to run, run from Chris Ty Walker. I'll do that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll save his till Saturday, and I'll go for a hike on Friday. I'll do Bikram yoga. Well, on you'll, fucking... be, you'll be in the gym twice a week with yeah. weights and cardio. So go to twice a week, do half an hour's worth of running and half an hour's worth of weights, and you're done it within an hour. Yeah. It's, 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 I believe it's the future of what, you know, it's like – it's how to get your voice out there to more. And then all of a sudden, everyone starts going, hey, man, how'd you lose so much weight? I got the best podcast. You got to check it out. Chris Ty Walker gives these two runs a week. They're free. The music's fucking fun. You get on the treadmill. You bar- you'll barrel through them, and they're fucking tough. Like, he'll tell you where to be on the thing. But you start off at the beginners. Trust me. Yep. Like, I'll, make, I'll make sure you start off a beginner. Today, yeah. bro, you're going to run intermediates, though. Um, fuck. Bro, we'll run intermediates today, everyone, and you will throw up outside. I'm not throwing up. I will definitely... No, you will. <laughs> Within 18 minutes, Bert's going to be on all fours. <laughs> Your 18-minute runs are fucking beastly. There's, the, there's, the, there's going to be a four-and-a-half-minute warm-up and then a 12-minute run. <sighs> oh, I'm getting like anxiety right mm-hmm. now. Sweaty palms. I, I literally started sweating <laughs> under my underarms. We should fucking – I should call Tom right now. Oh, where the fuck is phone's up there on the side. Oh. I'll call Buns. He, uh, He'll still be sleeping. You know he will. Is he still three hundred? Is he still three hundred pounds? No, he's doing. He's doing. Um, I think he's doing CrossFit. But and you know he was he, he did it with you for a while, right? Yeah, he was. A, he's a little bit of a meathead. So good. like he does CrossFit, and uh, and he looked actually pretty good. He's still good. fat as fuck, but he looked better than for him. But then he needs to put cardio into CrossFit then, because CrossFit's no cardio. Yeah, he needs fucking. Well, it's just, it's it's just it's, lifting and lifting and lifting. And, and lifting, it's lifting. it's set up for big guys like him, like yeah. like. Power lifts, deadlifts, fucking squats. And then Tom's like, that's how I vote. Yeah, he's definitely sleeping. Yeah. We went to dinner the other night and he ate like a fucking monster. Um, and I'm sure he's loving that I'm just trashing him this entire podcast. <laughs> we miss you, Tom. Yeah. Him and his wife uh, are now doing the road a lot together. So. Oh, great. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's actually doing really well. He's doing really good in stand-up. And, and he looked better. He wore a T-shirt. Which you know, like, like could be dangerous for some guy. Like, there's a certain size when your t-shirts automatically come with stains on them. You're like, easy fat guy, throw on a collar over that. <laughs> but Tom wore a t-shirt. He, he didn't look too bad. Nice, that's good. So let's see how much time have we recorded? We've talked. I'm trying to make it like a perfect hour podcast. All right. So wait, can we talk about can we talk about uh, your uh, your uh, sexuality? Sure, of course you can. That's my favorite thing about you. You are you <laughs> as gay you, as they come. You are, but you you're very like uh, you're not you're very candid about it. You're very cool. Is that because you came from England? Uh, no. Was is there homophobia in England? Um, no. There, there was not really. Defi- I mean, definitely homophobia. Not homophobia is not the right word. Depends anymore. on what we come. I mean, in my family, it was never spoken of. Like what I, I was the only gay in the village. Like there wasn't like it. I mean. I didn't tell my parents I was gay until I was 25. No. I, I, I already lived in America at that point. And it was, I dated girls from 15 through 25. Like I was almost engaged at one point. Like it was. Um, What's it like dating a chick like the, when you're not totally into it? 
Um, well, I was into it, but like I always knew there was something that was missing. Yeah, cock. Um, <laughs> 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 um, no, it, it, it was like well, it's about what the heart loves, to be honest. And yeah. like I knew that I didn't. I loved her, but there was something missing, and that was the fact I like boys. Yeah. No. When did you know that? <clears throat> young, like. Young, young, really, yeah, and that's weird too because and not weird, but it's it's odd because you're you are the the striking English gentleman, like you are the you are the one that they'd put into a boy band. It actually was very difficult coming out to my parents because I had the girlfriends, I was Mister Sport, I was track team captain, rugby team captain, ran for Great Britain, like I was the pro jock that. You're the, you're the guy that they end up sending up to climb Everest in the 50s. Yeah. Like, you're the guy that they're like, this this is the man. And, yeah, to know that the star runner was gay, I thought would be very difficult. My brothers were very – I mean, I was, I'm the youngest of four brothers. And so growing up is always a gay terms of, like, they put me down, like, oh, Chris, you're so gay, Chris, you're – like whatever derogatory term they could use yeah. towards sexuality, and that's how men work. Men. Yeah, well, they they didn't know at the time that I was gay, so they didn't know they're doing anything wrong. But yeah. like everyone, I mean, the power of words is so important, especially when you are growing up, and like the way people do talk to you if they don't know that you are gay has actually does have a lasting effect, and it yeah. sat with me for a very long time. I didn't feel like it was okay to come out. I didn't feel like it was okay to be gay because everything that we put each other down was a gay comment, and so yeah. it seemed so derogatory that. I was that way, so it was tough. Yeah, it's uh, there's a comedian uh, friend of mine. I'd, I'd say definitely a friend of mine, uh, Todd Glass, who came out of the closet recently and very publicly. For comics, it's very tough. A lot of comics that are gay will never come out of the closet because they're afraid it'll cut into their road work. That people think, oh, then all of a sudden he's a gay comic. Todd, Todd is was never sexuality driven in his stand up. I can't imagine he would then change now. But if he did, I'd still want to watch it. But he was the first person that I had ever heard say that the term, like to to use gay as a slur to like, oh, that car's so gay. He goes, you don't understand what that what how that is heard by someone who is trying to come to terms with their sexuality mm-hmm. and then says that anything that they are is lame. And he's like, you know, stop. I stopped entirely. I stopped. I don't refer to things as, as, as gay per se, unless it's actually like, like that is my gay friend. <laughs> but not that I was Chris. That he's a homo. Like, yeah. But, I'm okay with that. But, uh, but it's really interesting to me because, you know, I think up until, you know, Tom and I, Hung out with you when we found out you were gay. We were like, "No fucking way!" Yeah, no one thinks I'm gay at work. We were like, I mean, "They all stud. know." But. Like he, he could have any woman he want. Why would he choose men? Like, and but then it's not a choice, Bert. <laughs> exactly, it's not a choice. <laughs> it's not a choice. <laughs> if it was a choice, then I am simply choosing to be with women right now. Right, you choose to be straight. Yeah, if someone could. Uh, I have a friend who has a joke. You're just a few slick words away from sucking a dick. <laughs> like, like it's just like a few like choice. So, uh, but but yeah. So t- and then Tom and I went out with you that one night to gay bars and we had such a great time and we we're like. And it was. I think you were definitely our first friend that we were like. Was your first gay experience? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. But uh, but but yeah, it's 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 interesting. Now now, how's uh, how's dating in LA? Um, I've gone through a couple of relationships since being here. I just came out of one three months ago. Um, do you fall in love easy? I do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a big romantic. I yeah. have a big capacity to love, and I know that I want my family and. My husband, and that's no different than anybody else. Do you think you're gonna want kids? Oh, my, I'm a thousand percent want kids. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to. Have, I can't wait to be a dad. Yeah, being a dad's pretty fun. I fucking, I massively enjoy it. And I, yeah, fucking car. Yeah. Shut that door just in case. Not that that's gonna help much, but um, yeah, I think so too. Do you? Uh, are you, when you meet dudes, are you looking to settle down? Oh my god, all the time. Yeah, really? com- completely. I won't ever start dating somebody unless. On the same path that they like, they've got their shit together. Really, like I'm 30 going on 40. Like I know that. Yeah, you're kind of an older soul. Yeah, like I, I, I've always thought you're older date, than and me. I date, and I date older guys. Really? Yeah. What do you look for in a dude? Um, a really big heart. Really? Yeah. Like you're um, not like, like I'm I'm I was always like, blonde hair, big tits. <laughs> that was it. Those were my two prereqs. Um, but it's really superficial. <laughs> yeah, it was massively superficial. I met my wife. She had freckles. And I was like, oh, I can't date a chick with freckles. I needed a good tan, good feet, 
like great body. I didn't care if they were smart. I literally did not care. If you look at my track history of women, not a lot of fucking big no, brain not, not thinkers. Smart. No, I had a girl that asked one time if uh, the Concord traveled the speed of sound or the speed of light. I went, I think you're thinking of the Millennium Falcon. It's the fucking speed of sound. And then uh, she said, and then she said, uh, does um, that mean they can't hear on it? Oh my gosh! And I was like. I was like, up in my head, I was just like, that's what love feels like. <laughs> I'll, don't worry. I'll put my arm around you. We'll figure this out. But like, but like, so looks are not like the primary. No. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice that they're handsome and not beaten by the ugly stick. But yeah. it's, I mean, if they like potentially be a great parent to share a life, to be equal partners, to be responsible, to love with all they can love, be independent, have their own lives, but then come together and share a life. It's, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you, is there is there like a with like in a in like a gay relationship is there like a waiting period of like how long you have sex or is it like because is depends it depends on the relationship. It's the same as straight, I guess. Sometimes sometimes it's the first night. Sometimes it's three months later. Because you know what Tom and I always say like we like because right after we met you, then we started. We literally it became like like an like not an obsession but we definitely talked about like 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 you had a boyfriend a very serious boyfriend we're like oh, I'd be fucking all over the place like we were like basically saying that we would be different than who we were straight that we would just be whores that we would be sucking dick in every fucking chance we got like trade outs like suck there, you there, suck me like there are a lot of boys that do that yeah, we I just were, happened not to be one of them yeah we were like I'd be all over the fucking map like we were talking at one point we're like how great would it be to be dating and just wrestle fuck each other in the front yard in the backyard like and like and when, and and then I, my favorite one I ever said is and no one fucking ever laughed at this but I really I really said I was like I'd date you Tom I would definitely date you but I would make sure that you lost weight so we could share clothes that's huge really shoe size clothes like your wardrobe doubles I'm like I'm so excited I went to a garden party at the weekend with a guy and I was like I didn't know the right shoes so I bought a pair of his shoes I was like perfect oh that's fucking amazing oh that amazing. would be so fucking awesome amazing. And I guess you look at like their style yeah. too. You're like, ooh, I wouldn't mind changing it up a little bit. <laughs> I like I, those pants. Oh, I need some skinny jeans. This guy's cute. <laughs> <laughs> that is that, that. That's the number one reason, right there. That is it. That's I, why I chose to be gay. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be in a gay bar like 3830, 30, 30, 30, 30, No, no, I'm 36 now. That's that's how old that joke is. <laughs> You want to go to Silver Lake for those kind of boys? Yeah, I'd be I'd be a bear. I got That's offered. Silver Lake. I got offered uh, on Travel Channel that uh, Birth Conquer was uh, was very po- like it was very popular with families, but there was this couple that worked out of San Francisco that ran a bear publication, and this guy was like, he, he emailed me on Facebook. He was like, me and my partner are big fans of your show. We l- absolutely love you, and we think you're the cutest bear. And uh, and we actually run a bear publication. If you're ever interested in doing anything for us, we'd love to do anything to you know. And so I was like, I was like, what? What is? What it? is like, a bear? And the, at first, I was like, what's a bear? What is it? What, tell me about a it. A larger gay man with a beard and hairy chest and yeah. Me and Tom. Me and Tom. Two bears, one cave. I was and a so, cub at one point. I grew a beard a while back. You were a cub. Yeah, it's like a it's like a baby bear. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, so then uh, the guy, ooh, unknown. Who's this? Hold on. First caller. Hello? Geneve. Hello? Bert, hey, it's Geneve. Hey, Geneve. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Can I call you right back? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, hey, you're on the podcast. Do you want to say anything? Oh. Hey, what's up, guys? So, okay. I'll call you back, Geneve. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. Geneve's my publisher. So he's uh, he's calling to find out my progress on the book. I wrote, I'm writing a book. What's the book on? Uh, it's about my life, about the stories that kind of have happened in my life, like getting involved with the Russian mafia. And That'll be a fun read. Yeah, so it should be really good. It's Actually, I'm reading it now, going through and, and addressing his notes, and I started reading it. I was like... I had a great life. I got really into it. I was like, holy shit. I was like, someone needs to fact check this. I don't believe this fucking guy. <laughs> Who is this guy? This is like, awesome. I go, when you put this all on one page, this is a fucking... This is a tall tale. <laughs> so, but, uh... But um, uh, what were we saying before that? Before he called, Bears and Cubs. Oh, so they they call they uh, they guy told me he goes it's a publication for you know we guys that look like you but are gay and it's a little you know little they we do spreads and whatnot and I went oh I was like fucking count me in because in my head you know how like you'll see Matthew McConaughey on the cover of Out magazine yeah and then all of a sudden it's great PR you're like oh if you get, if you, if you get if you get the gays on your side 
That's huge. Yeah. So I was like, fucking count me in. All I'm thinking is how we'll build in this gay community, Birth the Conqueror, and the numbers will be through the roof. And they'll be like, holy shit, like how the numbers double? And I'll be like, uh-huh, I'll tell you later. Anything the gays think's cool, then the rest of the world will catch on like five years later. Yeah. Uh, check, check out New York. Like Chelsea was run down and shitty, and then the gays Chelsea's moved in. great. And now it's the most expensive place in the world. I was just in Chelsea like two weeks ago. I was like, this fucking place has changed entirely. So, um, Playing the gays. So, so I planned it with him and then it turns out he wanted me to fly myself up and put myself up and uh-huh. they didn't have any money what's you know it's not like he makes a ton of money on this magazine and it was like full nude though and i was like oh. i was like fuck should i do it and then i didn't so then cut to like two months later i'm sitting with some travel channel execs and i'm like and they were talking about press i go i got this great press i almost did it and i told them about it and they fucking shut down they were like hold on for the record you cannot do porn and I was like, what? It's not porn. It's like, uh, and they're like, no, 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 that is porn. As a matter of fact, that's gay pornography. And I think we're like, how about no porn? And I go, it's not porn. Nothing they're like, naked. They're like, are you going to be naked? And I was like, yeah, but I'm, it would be like, I would get, and they're like, no, you can't do fucking porn. <laughs> I was like, oh, good call, good call. I never thought, but I didn't see it that way. I was like. Oh, so naive, bro. Yeah, so naive. So, um, um, all right, you want to try to do a workout? It's on you. I'm ready. Okay. So uh, I'll pause so we can get ready. Pause it, and then and then we'll have everything ready. And then now, if you are uh, if you are listening to this, get ready. You should pause too. Take some deep breaths. Take an asthma inhaler. Hit. Put your f- shoes on. And, Stretch uh, out for a couple minutes and see if you can work out with me. I'm going to see if I can mic the the treadmill too. All right. Perfect. All right, guys. We'll see you in a second. All right, guys, this is my handiwork. I had to edit in music so we don't break any copyright infringements. I'd like to thank Dano. You can find him at danosongs.com. And uh, that's it. Enjoy the workout. All right, here we go. I have a mic at the front of my treadmill. Chris, I have a mic mic so I can shout it in with it. We got the music starting. All right, guys, so here you go then. Class, your run, whatever it is you want to call it, your workout. It's about to start. I'm going to give you three speeds, all right? I'll give you a beginner speed. I'll give you an intermediate speed. I'm going to give you an advanced speed. So always listen for those three speeds. If this is your first workout in a while, go to my beginner speed. These runs are going to fuck you up otherwise. So go slow and build into it. You can always come back and repeat the run as fast a level. Uh, but start slow and get into it. The first four and a half minutes are a warm-up, okay, guys? That will be the easiest part of this next 18-minute workout. Great, I can move around. Yeah. All right, guys, so as I said, I'm going to give you three speeds. You get a beginner speed, an immediate speed, and advanced speed. We start in five, in four, in three, in two, in one, and off we go. Speeds, beginner, 5.0, intermediate, 6.0, advanced, 7.0. So your beginner speed is a five, and immediate speed is a six. Advanced is a seven. You are in the first minute of your warm-up, guys. You are cruising into this. Stay nice and relaxed. Get nice and chill here. Get your breathing going. Find the middle of your treadmills. I'm feeling pretty good, Chris. Yeah, you look it, Bert. Now, any any uh, tips on the proper running? Right now, just get yourself nice and relaxed. We'll get okay. to those tips. Right now, we're going so slow that you're just cruising into it. Relax your shoulders. Slowly find the middle of your treadmills. Every treadmill is different, by the way. So your speeds might not be exactly the same as mine. Ours are miles per hour. If it's kilometers an hour, you want to pick it up a little bit. But that's your treadmill. Most treadmills are miles an hour, though. All right, guys. Here we go, then. In 12 seconds' time, we're going to pick up this speed. 0.7 faster. We go. In 7. In 6. In 5. In 4. In 3. In 2. And pick it up. 5.7. Beginner. 6.7. Intermediate 7.7, my advanced. Hi right, guys, you're cruising now. Minute number two. Still in your warm-up. You're going to relax those shoulders just a little bit, okay? Relax your shoulders. Find the middle of your treadmill. Slowly get your stride a little bit longer. Get your abs tighter. You at an intermediate speed, Bert? Yep, Bert's an intermediate, everyone. He's at a 6.7. It's looking good. I always forget to run in the middle of my treadmill. Makes a big difference. If you're too close to the front of the treadmill, your stride can't open, and you want a nice long stride to get through this. All right, then, guys, we're going to pick it up again in 20 seconds. Again, stay nice and relaxed. Get your elbows in by your sides. You've got yourselves 12, 11, and 10. We are going to pick it up to a 6.5 beginner. 
75 and immediate, 85 advanced in five, in four, in three, in two, and pick it up. Six five, seven five, or eight five are your speeds. This is an eight-minute mile right now. And it's just a warm-up. We are two minutes and 12 seconds through your warm-up, guys. Your warm-up is four minutes and 30. You're halfway through your warm-up. So I start dancing. This is the most I've listened on my podcast. (laughs) I normally talk over people. All right, guys, you're cruising through again. Now your shoulders are completely relaxed. Your abs are getting a little tighter. You're in the middle of these treadmills. Your elbows are by your sides. Your arms are driving only forwards and backwards. Do not allow your shoulders to rotate because it's going to get a little bit uncomfortable. Here we go. In 10, in 9, in 8, in 7, we raise your speed to a 7.2 beginner. In 3, in 2, in 1, raise it to a 7.2 beginner. 8.2 intermediate. 9.2 my advance. You've got yourselves a little under 1 minute and 20 seconds to go. All right, now your stride's got to get long. It's a little uncomfortable. We got to pick it up one more time. And here we go then for the last 45 seconds of your warm-up. We go to an 8, a 9, or a 10. Here it is. In 5... Four, three, two, and eight. Nines and tens, please. Go. All right, guys, you're going to lengthen that stride. Now it is fast. You're really getting yourself warm. Drive those arms a little more aggressive. Bird is still looking good. Someone has been working out. So sexy, Bird. I can't even tell you. All right, and guys, you're down to your final 25 seconds. Everyone together's got 20, 19, 18. We are going to slow this way down. In 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, in 10, in 9, in 8. Warm-up is over. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And bring it way down, guys. Your warm-up is over. That was a half a mile warm-up. All right, guys, slow it way down now. Stretch it out, please. Music comes down. So you're going to take now 60 seconds to stretch out. Whatever was a little bit tight. Your calves, your quads, your hamstrings, your butt, your back. Stretch those muscles, guys, right now because that was your warm-up. Your muscles are ready to be stretched. You got yourself. Oh, 40 seconds until we go again. If you're like me, you've broken a sweat. You're breathing hard. How's the... It's a lot easier to do when you're on 245. I'll tell you right now. That was just your warm-up, Bert. <laughs> All right, we're going to... warm up used to kick my ass. <laughs> and Bert would already be in the bathroom sitting down and be like, oh, my God, i got to leave. I had that feeling where you know you're about to shit your pants, but there's nothing you can do about it. All right, and here we go, then. We're going to pick it up into a jog in 10 seconds' time. Remember, guys, this is your workout. Take it. As long as you're working hard, my speeds might be too fast for you. If so, slow it down a little bit and work your way up. Here we go, then, Bert. Jog it out, please. Whatever speed you want. It is interval training at its best. Everything we do today is going to be 45 seconds long. There's nothing longer than 45 seconds here, guys, so you really can push yourselves. So we're in your warm-up jog right now. Everyone, please, take your incline. Up to a 2%. Oh, fuck. Incline goes to a 2. Your speeds will go in 15 seconds to a 7, my beginner. 8 intermediate, 9, my advanced. These are going to get very fast, guys. It's interval training. Here we go. In 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, in 1. Inclines at 2%. Your speed, 7, my beginner. 8 intermediate, 9, my advanced. You are here. For 45 seconds, then you get a break. So guys, get up on those toes, lift that knee a little bit higher, drive those arms a little harder. It's only 45 seconds. You've got 25 to go. A little bit of Rihanna here to do it with. <laughs> you got yourselves 12, 11, in 10, 9, 8, 
seven, six, five, four, three, two. Bring the incline down to a zero. Bring your speed down to a jog. Back down, guys. As I said, interval training means we're going to bring your heart rate up. We're going to bring it back down. Heart rate goes up, comes back down. So, again, everything is 45 seconds long. We get to go again in 30 seconds. Nice and slow, but relax those shoulders. And we go again in 20 seconds. Next up, we go 8.5, beginner, 9.5, intermediate, 10.5, my advance. It's 45 seconds on a flat road. We go in 7, in 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and go, please. 45 seconds, 8.5, beginner runners, 9.5, intermediate, 10.5, my advance. Remember, beginners, if that's too fast for you, take it down just a little bit. Nice long strides. You're up on those toes. Middle of your treadmills. Arms driving aggressively for you. Bird is starting to sweat, people. I just hit the... I just turned the corner. <laughs> 15 seconds to go here. You back down to that jog. In 10, 9, 8. We slow it down. In 7, 6, in 5... Four, three, two, one. Slow it down. Back for a 45-second jog. <sighs> Cruising, guys. Real slow. You want a towel there, Bert? Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me a towel. Oh, it's on your head. It's behind you. All right, guys. Incline. 4%. Go, please. Already? Incline 4%. You got to get ready. Fuck. This is my new favorite song in the moment. Really? Love. Love. Here we go, then, guys. In 10, in 9, in 8. Your speed, please, goes back to that 7, 8, or 9. 7, 8, or 9 on a 4% incline. In 3, in 2, in 1, 7. Beginner, 8 intermediate, 9 my advance on a 4% incline. Fucking 8. Oh. Nice big knee lift, guys. Drive those arms a little harder. It's only 45 seconds. Thirty to go. Nice big knee lift, guys. Keep on driving those arms. You got yourselves. Fifteen seconds. Fourteen. Again, you get recovery. In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, your incline, speed comes down to a jog. You're doing great, Bert. Stay nice and relaxed, buddy. That is three runs out of eight. Almost halfway. Are you fucking serious? Yep. We are 10 minutes into your workout. All right, so the inclines are zero. Here comes your speed again. We go nines, tens, elevens for 45 seconds. It gets fast. Nines, tens, elevens? Nine beginner, ten intermediate, eleven my advance for 45 seconds. In ten, nine, eight, seven, in six, in five, four, three, two, one, and go for 45. Nine my beginner is very quick, beginners. Get up on those toes and try and make it faster than the last one if you can't get to that nine. Holy shit. Yeah, Bert's going. He's in his 10.0. Looking so good, Bert. <sighs> no. Uh-uh-uh-uh. This is the first time I've ever done an intermediate ever. Wow. 20 seconds to go. 15 seconds to go. We're back down to that jog. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Everyone, you got 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Back down, 45-second jog. Slow it down, please. So good, Bert. <sighs> like Bert's private training here. I am definitely pouring sweat. Never kill nobody. 
this song's with the Great Gatsby album soundtrack. Movie was uh, Fergie. Fergie? Have you seen that movie? I did see the movie. Is it good? I didn't like it. <laughs> I like Leo. Yeah. That man's one sexy looking guy. All right, incline goes, please, to a 6%. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Six is your incline. Here we go, please, guys. Six is your incline. Your speed goes seven, eight, or nine again. With these hills, get the knee higher. We go in five, four, three, two, one, and go, please. 45 seconds up an incline of a 6%. Your speed, seven beginner, eight intermediate, nine my advance. Get that knee raising nice and high, guys. Shit. Ah, here. Yeah. All right, guys, again, knee comes higher and higher, please. Get up on those toes. Get away from that heel strike. Drive those arms as hard as you can. You got yourself. 22, 21, 20. Fifteen seconds to go, guys. In ten, in nine, in eight, in seven, six, in five, four, three, Two, one, speed comes down, incline goes to a zero, you down, three runs to go. Oh shit, four and a half minutes left your workout, guys. If you want to take on some water, take on a little bit, not too much. Nice and slow jogging, we get to go again in 30 seconds. I feel like I'm grasping for air. Door open? No, I'm good. All right, we get to go again. Speed picks up 9.5, 10.5, or 11.5. Are you three speeds in 12, 11, in 10, in 9? You're doing great in 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, and go, please. 9.5, beginners, 10.5 in immediate, 11.5, my advanced. Now you've really got to drive those arms. You've really got to open up that stride, get that knee raising nice and high. Come on, Bert. More arms, big guy. And this is fucking quick. It's quick. Twenty, nineteen, eighteen, seventeen. It goes quickly though. Fifteen seconds. We're back in that recovery. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. In five, four, three, two, one. Back down to that jog. 45 seconds. You know what? I'm going to be nice here, guys. We've got two runs to go and give you a minute recovery. Slow slow it way down. Slow it way down. Jog it out. So, so good, guys. We're going to go again in 40 seconds time. You've got two runs remaining now. All right, we go again in 30 seconds. Two Incline. What? Well, two runs left. The two, one really big hill, one really fast sprint. Fit. Here we go. Uh. Incline goes to an 8%. Oh, fuck. I wish you could see Bert's face right now. He's red, he's sweaty. I had that like. 8% incline, Bert. Get up there, please. You got to go in 10 seconds. Here we go. In nine. Speed. Seven, eight, or nine. You're back down. Here we go. In five, in four, in three, in two, in one. Inclines at an eight percent. Your speed, seven beginner, eight intermediate, nine my advance. Lean into that hill. Get your knee raising nice and high. You gotta drive those arms, big guy. Let's go. This is where you're gonna lose it, everybody. Thirty seconds to go. Get away from that front of your treadmill, Bert. Get down in 22, 21. Breathe, big guy. Keep on breathing. I've never seen him do so good. Fuck. 15 to go. In 12, 11. Do not jump off this treadmill early, guys. In 9, in 8, in 7, in 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You got 90 seconds to go. Uh, we got to go one more time, guys. Incline comes down to a zero. You're at that jog. Oh, fuck. 
One more sprint. 45 seconds, as hard as you can take it. Your interval training is done. Here we go. Everything you got, Bert. This is your final 45 seconds, big guy. You just gotta push it. We are gonna go in 15, 14, 13, 12. Man, that music as loud as you can go in 10, in 9, in 8, in 7, 45 seconds flat out in 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, in 1. Go 10s, 11s, 12s, whatever fast is for you. This needs to be the fastest you have been so far. You've got. 40 seconds, guys, to give everything you got here, please. Where are we at, Bert? 11 0? 11. We're going faster than that? I don't think the treadmill goes faster. Let's go to the little fucking five. 25, 24, 23. Everyone, 20. <laughs> 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. We're done. In 10, in 9, in 8, in 7, in 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and down. So, so good. The treadmill shut off. The treadmill shut off. I swear to God. The treadmill shut off. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Trevor's like, no, packing up, people. I'm done. Oh, my God. And now there's some quiet music on the chill out, too. Get that heart rate down. Get that breathing down. Burr. Fucking intense. Oh. All right, stay on the treadmill, Burr. Walk it out, please. Nice and slow. There are cookies up here. I'm going to eat a cookie, by the way. We just... <laughs> the treadmill really fucking broke. I swear to God. The treadmill really fucking broke. Actually broke. I fucking swear to God. <laughs> the treadmill is not working right now. I'm doing the magnet thing, and it's not coming back on. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to unplug it. Plug it back in. I swear to God. Your treadmill's a piece of shit, bro. fucking broke my treadmill. You broke my... That's one fucking beast of a workout. When you break the treadmill. I got to film. Come on, look Ooh. at it now. That was intense, bro. I was fucking... I can't believe that. Oh. That was fucking... Can you he imagine? He did it. He actually did intermediate the entire way. Tom, if you listen to this, your boy did good. Really good. If you think about it, you did what we just did for 18 minutes, twice a week, 18 minutes, fucking change your life. Completely. It, really it, would, it would change your life. Everything that, thing I love about working out or losing weight is that it doesn't just change your life like, like in just, you live mentally, longer, but mentally you wake up and you're like, changes you. I don't feel like a piece of shit today. I it feel makes like, you feel so good up top. Fucking amazing. And like just putting two really intense runs into your workout every week will make a huge difference. And then you do fun stuff like play basketball with your yeah. friends. Oh, oh, with all my clients, I always tell them like, do the fun stuff. Like, I love playing tennis. I'll go play tennis yeah. twice a week with my friends. Like, it's, <laughs> tennis that's, is that's, a that's, fucking well, that's what I do for me. I'm gonna stop this now. You ready? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Although I like the music, you're kind of yeah. romantic. This, this is this is my wedding song. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna get married to the song. <laughs> that's how gay I am, everyone. <laughs> Chris, guys, everyone, Chris can be your official first gay friend. You can listen to him twice a week on his podcast. And then when people say something about gay guys, you can go, hold on, my buddy Chris is gay and he's my cool as shit. Gay. Yeah, my trainer's gay. He's as butch as they come. Oh, I mean, that I was just, fucking I just did a little beastly. dance, but still, still butch. I'm shocked my treadmill actually broke. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, a fu- it's an old treadmill. It's eight years old. Yeah. It's eight but years old. You can take these podcasts and do them in the gym. Like, you can stretch, take yeah. it to the gym, plug it in, yeah. run it out. Do some weights afterwards. Do some weights beforehand. People can listen to this in the gym and fucking pound it out. Although you will be going, fuck, a bunch. Like yeah. People are like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Chris Tywalker. Oh, my God. That was fucking insane. Great. You did great. That was a lot more. I'm dying to know how people did against me. So here's the deal. Ha- uh, tag C. Tywalker. C-T-Y-E Walker. Yeah. And tag me, Burt Kreischer. And tell us if you did intermediate, how you felt. Hashtag start start your own podcast, Chris. <laughs> I will do. And I will, I will help you get up and running if your podcast if you need some help. No, I do need a little bit of help. But like yeah. twice a week, though, like the runs will be half an hour long. They'll be, they'll be broken down some endurance, some speed, some interval, some. Like, it'll change. Every right now, pod, every, every run will be different. You, I guarantee you that half the people that listen to this are going, 
fuck, I'm going to do this again on Thursday. Do that exact same run. Yeah. Because it was such a fucking beast. Until, I guarantee you, until your podcast gets up and running, people will do that run all the time. They'll just cut forward 40 minutes and go, here we go. Minutes, here we go. Then I'm going to lift some weights. I'm going to go home. Feel good. Throw up. <laughs> God, that was, it was that 11.5 that made me feel like the I was going to throw up. I was like. But it was, builds. Like the runs, this is the thing. Every run will be structured because they all come from my own training runs from when I was running track professionally. Like it, they came from like things we would do on the track at five in the morning just to beast ourselves out. Like it's, yeah, it's broken down a little simpler for you guys. It's not quite as fast, not quite as hard, but like yeah. it's still intense. It's intense it comes from, it comes from Olympic training. Like it comes from in, interval training from pros. Yeah. It's the, it's the, uh, it's, you're getting, you're getting a, professional personal trainer in your ear for 18 minutes today but when you start yours 30 minutes be 30 minutes each day 30 minutes each day oh, each, each podcast and you can fucking i mean i'll be i'll say personally training with you in the room is better because i because you like you can't cheat like i can't cheat even like i remember tom whenever you'd go all right five minutes five seconds we're gonna drop it down to a six five and four and when he said four if <laughs> tom would start hitting down and bert's off the treadmill yeah <laughs> If I had a My nickel burn. for every time Tom just hopped over and snow plowed it, like yeah. throws his feet on the sides and just like, <sighs> yeah, that was fucking awesome, man. That if was you, ever, if you guys awesome. ever come to LA, I'm at Barry's boot camp most days. You can catch you get the real thing. Barry's, and I will say this: all the trainers there are fantastic, but you are the fucking like you're the one that some. I remember when we were there, at least other trainers would come into your class and be like, "Oh, are you fucking kidding me?" Like your class are beastly. It's fun. It's you got to work hard. Like you won't change your body going for a half an hour run, jogging down the street every day. Like that will, you'll just stay the same. Yeah. You'll, look, you'll stay the same. You'll look the same. It's good, but you need to do the stuff that's going to really hurt. God, man, I feel so fucking good right now. I feel like I'm going to go. My wife just called. Maybe I'll have sex. It's kind of fucking mood I'm in. I will uh, be going home before that happens. <laughs> I don't want to see that. All right. Where can everyone find you now, Chris? Where your Twitter is C Ty Walker. T Y E Walker. Yep. Your um, same thing for Facebook. Facebook. You can go. I think you got a personal page. And you got a fan page, I do, right? I, I, yeah. I actually have a website as well now. What's uh, your website? It's ChrisTyWalker.com. Okay. And uh, I will get on you about getting that uh, podcast started. And everyone, get on get on him on Twitter and let them know who's going to the podcast. And get This episode was brought to you by The Machine.